Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Scatter Chatter. This is Just Ray. We're just doing this first show. Uh, we're going to talk about the holidays. This is my co-host. Will Nigeria is here, present. What's going on? Yeah, so I'm a creative artist, director. I do a lot of artwork, and I hear a lot of conversations, so I thought I would bring that into popular culture and on this podcast, talking about the different types of holidays we're having. So, Mr. Will. Will's my uh, mentor, by the way, for our listeners. What's happening? Uh, yeah. Hey, man, so, uh, so have you heard anything about the new holidays that they got? I mean, we have Hanukkah, there's Kwanzaa, and then there's what else? What have you heard? Oh, I mean, that's pretty much it around this time, man. I mean, you know, um, tis the season to be jolly, and uh, whether um, whether you're into Kwanzaa or Hanukkah or Christmas, I mean, you know, there's, there's something for everybody. Hey. Right. And, I mean, but also, like, I know that you're on the other side of the country, like you're in the more southern states. Uh, being in L.A., there's all these different cultures. So we got, like, uh, Diwali, which is a Hindu one, and, of course, there's Hanukkah all throughout L.A. But mm-hmm. there's been this one I've been hearing about, like, from different comedian stuff, uh, the Joar Pete. Have you heard of this one? No, man. Tell me about that one. <laughs> oh, so so basically, bro. Uh, in like Sweden or like the Norwegian states, they basically dress up as blackface and parade through the streets celebrating the Christmas holiday. Mm. Ooh. Couldn't do that down here in the south, man. You just can't fly that way here, man. Uh uh But I mean, you know what, to each his own, man. I mean everyone wants to celebrate the, the holidays and become a little bit more festive and get involved and and dress up and travel and be around family and friends. So, you know, he's their own, man, you know. You said Swar Pay? I'll just check that out. Well, here's the thing. I think there might be like a – maybe like a – some sort of open ignorance or – I don't even know you want to call it ignorance. It's just a lack of understanding of how racism exists in different countries. So maybe that's why, Mm -hmm. like, it can possibly fly like that. But, But damn. There are people like black people in those countries that are protesting. I don't know if that's the majority or if it's the minority. Well, let's look at things on uh, perspective. If, okay. If would. I'm, I'm, um, right. Let's look at the, um, the the flip side of that coin. Black right. faith here in the United States may have a different meaning than it would be in the European corridor. Um, All right. 
it may have it may have a have a different connotation, a different meaning altogether. So where some people may get um a little bit more on the sensitive side now in this um twenty first century is social media um platform. Um, you know, I guess I would have to look at the origins of the reason for blackface there. Um, you know, and just try and get a better understanding because the meanings are totally different from one country to the next. So in in that terms, what do you mean? Like, for instance, like, because I don't think that, I don't know, this might be a very uncomfortable topic, like how, like, the the Africans may have, like, traveled up to the northern parts of that side of the world or in those continents. Mm-hmm. So maybe that might be a thing or trying to understand, like, how that might have worked or if there were was slavery in that area and how that was treated back then. And bring it into modern times. Right, right, and that's and that's where you do the research. I think um, I think in this day and time, Ray, I I believe that you choose to be offended. You choose to whether or not you want to take on being offended by a certain situation. So again, you know, once you look at the history of it. Um, and I just want to keep it open-minded until I have more information and learn more about it. Because you said, well, mm-hmm. there could have been slave trade. Uh, there could have been um, an invasion of the country, similar to like um, Spain and Italy did with the Moors who came in from um, from um, Africa. Um, mm-hmm. so, you know, just just to keep an open mind to it until we know more about it. Yeah. I, I, I'm I'm a, a little like I said I'm an open-minded guy so you know I, I try and be as optimistic as possible. But here's the thing. But also we're talking about modern times. So even like for instance, like I think there is the H and M company, right? And they just recently had that issue where they had the the ape or my my little monkey. Well, they had the black kid with the yeah. sweater. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm just yeah. saying like if if that's a problem internationally, why isn't something like that, like, internationally, and why isn't that addressed? Or do people even, like, really, like, care, and they're just like, we're going to do what we want anyway? Because, like, not mm-hmm. a lot of people are, like, standing up for it. But in other cultures, like, they'll stand up for it, and they'll just be like, nope, we're not having that. You cannot do that, not there, not anywhere. And But I think that maybe um, our people just maybe need to say something or not or figure out some type of way to go about that in the right manner to make it more acceptable or non-acceptable. I don't know. Maybe our listeners or somebody might want to chime in on that. And yeah, you know what, and and I agree to you um, when it comes down to those kind of respects. I think um, more people, more minorities are speaking up when it comes down to offensive uh, scenarios, offensive languages, um, most of that started kind of like with Black Lives Matter um, or the Me Too movement. Um, I, I see that people are coming into their voice, and that's a great thing because, you know, you don't want to stifle mm-hmm. one's voice or one's sense of ex- expression. Um, and that's one side of the coin. And then the other side of the coin is intent versus design. Right. I think a lot of people, a lot of people's intent was not to offend, but if they were not educated to it, their design may have that automatically. 
and it didn't just become problematic. And I just think right. it just takes more cultural training, um, more cultural education to a matter. Um, mm-hmm. um, maybe asking, asking um, peer groups to see, hey, you know what? Does this offend? Could this potentially be seen, this design, even though our intent is to go this way, will the design of it ultimately send us somewhere else? And then we have right. this problematic moment. Yeah, yeah. And then how long do we allow that design to like go on like into like years, decades, centuries, hoping that <clears throat> it'll like last and not necessarily offend like other people in some shape oh. or form or fashion? Um, well, I think that comes down to time. I think only mm-hmm. time will tell on that. Um, something that was maybe offensive, maybe in the seventies, or, or no, I take that back. Something that was not seen as offensive in the seventies may be heightened offensive now. Um, in this whole season of being what we call quote woke. Um people are starting to find that there are some slight um, offenses there and they're speaking up on it quicker. So I think if I was looking at something like a design, like H&M, <laughs> I might want to say, you know what, let me ask this community, does this offend? Because if you're not from that community, you wouldn't have any idea um, of whether or not it So wait a minute. Can, let's back up a minute. So Here's this term sure. I keep hearing, right? So there's we have the different holidays. Okay, so we're talking about the Joar Pete. We're on that thing, right? So then there's Kwanzaa, yep. there's Diwali, yep. Winter Solstice, mm-hmm. Las Posadas, Diwali, and I think there's um, Krumpus, and then there's St. Nicholas. So, But here's the thing. In seeing all those, people are what you call quote-unquote woke. Like, what are we talking about? Like, is woke mean like you have a distinct understanding on how each of those individual things work or you have a distinct understanding on how things work in general? Or does that mean that you're walking around with your eyes open? Or what What are we saying when we say that? Because there's a lot of people that say that they're woke, but then when you ask them questions, it's just like, uh, duh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. But you think that they know everything, but you can't possibly – have, like, all knowledge of all things that exist, like be a fully-on sapient individual. That's kind of challenging, so I don't – so what what are we saying when we say that we're woke? Okay, so um, to say that – well, and and I can only look at my interpretation. Okay, all right. To To be woke to me would say that I have a heightened awareness of incidents, occasions, lifestyles that I want to be um, aware of so that I don't offend. And then also call out people who are being offenders, repeated offenders, of those same cultures. So let's well, give an example wait. to that. Go ahead. Okay. I was going to say, like, when you say calling people out, that kind of, like, creates a sort of, I don't know, unnecessary conflict when you 
you can spend better time doing other things when you value your time, or do you do that in order to like help things? Which which one is it? Does it have to be one or the other? That's the thing about okay. being woke. I mean, I I would say um, um, I've had I've had white friends approach me about um, voter suppression. Mm-hmm. And they're speaking to me about voter suppression as, you know what, this is a major crime within America. This is a great stain on America. And we should go to those lawmakers and call them out for their support of voter suppression via voter uh, registration. And I get mm-hmm. that. And I understand that. Um, that is something that, you know what, that goes across all the boards. So whether it's Black, Asian, Hispanic, Armenian—you know—hey, uh, yes, that's this is a great thing that we should be doing. We should eliminate this voter suppression and allow everyone who is capable of voting to vote. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if that meant for me to be in Kentucky and go to Mitch McConnell's house and picket his house, well. That may be a little bit too much. That's questionable. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it may be a little bit too much because this is his personal residence. But, you know, to go to his office and lobby for legislation change, that seems like a a proper motive for it. So I think being woke, per se, and and pursuing calling people out for negative actions is a good thing, but to an extent. And also, I don't know, I think maybe timing into that, I think maybe calling people out on being woke might be something related to just talking to somebody that's directly in your circle of influence. Like you don't want to like go like, way out of your circle. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't want to go powwowing like doing that because it distracts you from doing the things that you're probably doing on a daily basis. You're just like calling people out like, you need to be more woke. You need to be more woke. And then people are like, damn, this dude is crazy. Doesn't he have time for other stuff to do? Like what are we doing? Well, I mean, what you are doing is bringing up awareness, and some people in your your immediate circle or maybe your second tier circle, they may be mm-hmm. on the same page as you are. So right. you might be preaching to the choir. Um, right. So if you go outside of your normal circle and just strike up a, a simple conversation, um, be kind of mindful and respectful for everyone has their own opinion, and you don't want to push your opinion too hard on another. You just want to be able to say enough to maybe possibly change their perspective. Or maybe add to their perspective, perhaps? Exactly, yeah. I mean, to add okay. to is to make some kind of slight change. Um, right. Um, but then in the same sense, you know what, maybe it's, it's something that they don't care about. Maybe they don't lose any sleep over voter suppression. They could care less about it because it doesn't, to them, in their eyes, immediately affects them. So you know what's really important? Like that. I heard a, a family member say something like this. They were saying, like, at least you said it and you were heard versus, like, you're not saying anything at all. You could say that. But then at the yeah. end of the day, you, you said it, but were they paying attention to you? Were they actively listening yeah. to you? Or was right. it just something where they kind of agreed just to, to get past the conversation and move to something else? But isn't that kind of like, I don't know, 
kind of like the same thing as like vicarious sound. Like you kind of heard a song, right? And then it gets in your head. You're just like, I heard that tone, and it just sticks in your head. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like planting that that nefarious little like seed of whatever that is, or like that new idea of like a new way to celebrate a holiday, whether it's with friends or family. Mm-hmm. Or that's well, like their and, way of how they do things. And and so with that being said, again, it it sends you back to perspectives. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it sends you back to it sends you back to what is someone's belief system. Um, we could sit right. back and, and go even larger and we see this big divide amongst, you know, uh conservatives and and liberals. And there's so mm-hmm. big of a divide that you it's barely why even bring people to reason? Why bring people to the mm-hmm. middle ground to even say, okay, well, here's some things that we may have in common and build upon those. Right. It's just, you know, um, again, everyone has their opinion and they think that their opinion could be somewhat factual and, you know, and they're not budging. Right. I think um, in order then- for you to effectively have change when it comes down to holidays is start off with some common dialogue and then bring up some ideas and see if it changes perspectives. So then, I mean, but then that kind of like brings us to also like a conversation starter is what is the difference between, I don't know, would you say like, is it the baby boomers versus the millennials and how they're celebrating holidays? Are they doing it with their friends? Are they taking it back to traditional celebrations with just family like what are they doing versus like what the old school, or what we might call old school maybe baby boomers? They want to hang out with their family and just you know party up and drink. And partying up doesn't necessarily mean just drinking; it just means like just getting together with pe- people that you love and you genuinely want to be around. Versus like the same thing, but they're not necessarily like uh, family members. Well, okay. Um, well, so then you have. You have the baby boomers, and the mm-hmm. baby boomers were – they were kind of open-minded in themselves. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, let's, let's, let's really look at where the baby boomers are coming from. Well, maybe I might need to correct myself. So maybe it's not baby boomers. Maybe it might be Gen X or Gen Yers. Not okay. necessarily. So we'll, okay. The Gen, so okay. So like the Gen like, X think, is, is your – go ahead. I'm saying I'm trying to figure out like where where are we at like you're like you would be you Gen X I think we're both Gen Xers or Gen Y. Yeah, I'm Gen X. So like the Gen X is like the the 80s people. Um, 65 to 80, yeah. Okay, so we're Gen X. Mm-hmm. That's kind of dirty, yeah. <laughs> 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 So our thing is is either I think we're kind of like flexible in that we either hang with extended friends and family that we mm-hmm. genuinely want to be around, which goes back to the Malcolm uh, Gladwell thing, where it's like you want to hang out with 150 people that you get to have a drink or dinner with comfortably. Anything mm-hmm. outside of that is like extra. Right. I don't know. Have um, you heard of that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have, um, but we have to look at each generation had its own set of 
priorities. Right. So, you know, before the baby boomers, you had like what they looked at as the greatest generation ever. This was mm-hmm. during the war, war two effort. You had more people volunteering, more people who were looking at providing to the bigger picture. Now it's the victory over the access, uh, the access forces. Um, they were willing to lay their bodies down for, you know, God and country at that point. And for them to come home, they came home to a very conservative period where there was some great deal of prosperity post-World War II. And that led into right. the baby boomers. So with the baby mm-hmm. boomers, their war was Vietnam. And Vietnam was the very first war that really had, you know, the TVs inside of the war effort. And so it became a war of public opinion. And even though we won many battles in Vietnam, we lost in the view of public opinion. Yeah. yeah. So, the, so the, 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 our millennials, the millennials now are kind of on the mindset of the baby boomers um, in their time period that kind of uh, rebel without a cause kind of thing. Right. And they're just like, we don't really give up about anything. We're going to make our own way no matter what, because no one that else part. is like really looking out for us. And maybe, maybe an old head might come along and be like, okay, here's some advice for you or whatever. And then they make the choice whether to listen to it or not based upon their experiences and their reality that's around them. Correct. Correct. And that's the thing. Okay. It's like with the millennial um, age, they were born into the Internet. They were born right. into technology. They didn't have to go through the struggles that maybe us in the Gen X period who created the Internet. Or even right, the and having to ask like, questions to yeah. every individual going to all the old heads and asking them, like, okay, what is this or whatever. Instead, they can just go to Google and be like, well, how does this work? And they can just learn it. Right, right. So we we simplified the lifestyle. I mean, um, our Google was encyclopedias. <laughs> you know, or maybe, if you were or maybe a great grandmother or great grandfather sometimes. <laughs> yeah, way back <laughs> when, baby, I used to do this. Um, you right. know, back in in the outhouse. But you know, like I said, you know, technology. Technology has made the millennials' life much better, but they still can have that rebel without a cause that the baby boomers had. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, let's see. I think baby boomers were millennials without technology. Right. So even so, let's, so, let's, so bringing it back, I think there's so yep. many like different. It feels like there's so many different traditions. Um, I would like I said, mm-hmm. I was talking to a coworker. And they were just mm-hmm. like some people just aren't celebrating because they have like cognitive dissonance. They're just like I don't. I'm just. I'm just gonna go to a friend's house and just. I don't know. Play video games or watch movies or just hang out. Mhm. Could so, be. I mean, the family uh, dynamic might be different too. Right. I mean, um, you know, with the Gen X years, um, there was a an increasing rate of divorce. Um, right. Um, you have less people believing in religion. I mean, um, I think right mm. now there's a about 23 to 25% of the nation doesn't even believe any kind of religion or a higher spirit. That's know? a big um, chunk. 
that's a big chunk. Yeah. So you're looking one out of every four. And we're looking at yeah. over what? Over 300 million people populating the, right. the country. So, yeah, that's so the interesting minute, so perspective, that, man. Right. So that one-fourth, are we – I don't – It'd be interesting to find out if, if that one fourth is it atheist, agnostic, or they just choose not to go on an actual facility for worship. Good question. I wouldn't that, know the percentages between the two. I know. I'm just saying it's just a very interesting thing to find out. And and I just want to put this out there, like for the listeners, if you find out and you want to just let us know, just feel free to email us or comment. You know, we yeah. would love to find out, especially if you're a statistician. That would be great. Information to like know just for just conversation. Exactly, definitely, definitely want to get some feedback from on the listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I mean, I know this is our first episode, but we're really going to be diving into like some very interesting pop culture like topics. But this one is a very Mm -hmm. good one. Uh, Just learning like perspectives and like from the different generations and understanding like who wants to do what as far as like when it comes to the holidays and everything. So. Yeah, yeah, that, that's good information. Yeah, see, I, I I like to have um a big family get together for Christmas. Um, oh, okay. Food and and fun and and playing some some games or watching some TV. You know, there's always some basketball or or football going on, and you know, and just um just in, enjoying the family atmosphere, no matter that dynamic, whether it's brothers, sisters, parents, grandparents. Wait, wait, Cousins, wait, uncles, wait. you know, just yeah. Pause. Game of Pause. the holidays. What are you guys playing? You know, I'm what's competitive, that, so I like that? Monopoly. I love oh. Monopoly. Um, favorite favorite properties to own? Um, I like that St. Charles State in Virginia, just coming around jail. Come and see me. Oh, is that the green or the, Ooh, the orange yeah. one? Um, it would be like a purple group. And then I like um I like um I like um the red group too. I think that's um Indiana and Illinois. Uh, I like them. Um Kentucky coming around that, that corner there. It's just it's something about coming around the corner. It's like, hey, and if I got some hotels <laughs> If I have some hotels, the color group. Oh, wow. Dangerous. So, yeah, so before we wrap up, I think um, I want to leave mine as I'm Park Place and Boardwalk and getting hotels on those. Right when you hit that corner, right before you restart, Mm, I love hitting them Mm. hard. And that whole Mm. block on that side of the board. Mm. (laughs) Well, I mean, that is the problem with the state. It really is. It really is just before you hit go. Um, yeah, they're like, "Oh, I'm scot free." Nope, give me five hundred dollars. Nope, I need that. <laughs> Run me that. I need that. Yeah. Thank you. If I can get the whole corner though, if I can get yeah. that whole corner, it's great. That light blue group and the purple group—that means anywhere you hit around that corner is mine. Um. So, so yeah, one of the games that we play with my family and extended family is Cards Against Humanity. Ooh. Ooh, you're trying to destroy relationships right now. Oh, no, no. What's interesting is that when we played, Grandma won. We celebrated her. (laughs) It was great. Oh, my. (laughs) 
Um, so yeah, it's a. I haven't got to the, the the red box or the blue box or the green box. We just got the intro, but I think the, the uh-huh. intro is enough. I'm not sure if I'm ready for the red box. That might be. That might be next level. I'm cool. I might be kind of cool on that. Yeah, yeah. I, have you played Cards Against Humanity? Yeah, I have. Oh, okay. Yes, so you I understand. It, it is disturbing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, it's disturbing the yeah. grandma one when 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 we played from the extended side of the family. I'm sure my grandma mm-hmm. would would have played it, and uh, yeah, and I know my mom she would enjoy it too for sure. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So Man. um before, Man. so we're we're about to like cut out live for the last two minutes. Um before we go, I just wanna give a thank you for uh True Tribe Radio dot com for letting us do this. Yes. Um thank you. And um for my IG, if anyone any of the listeners wanna hit me up, I'm just Ray Unplugged. That's two S's unplugged as spelled. You can hit me up and let me know. Will, do you want to, like, plug your IG? Of course, man. It's Big Will 93 That's B-I-G-G underscore Will, W-I-L-L underscore 93. That is yeah. where you will so, find uh, me on the IG. Right. So the listeners, uh, every Wednesday at 8 p.m., we're going to do the show Scatter Chatter. It's basically about pop culture and random topics. Um, we're going to be wrapping up in a minute. And we're going to shut it down. Um, feel free to call in, email, comment on any of the older podcasts. We're going to archive them, and then that's going to be it. We have uh, a minute. Will, any last-minute remarks about the holidays? Man, um, I just want everyone to enjoy their holidays, however you celebrate it, yeah. wherever you're celebrating. Um, I thank you so much for taking time out to listen to us. Um, let us vibe with you, um, come into your homes, come into your cars, come into your offices, and uh, just keep listening out for us. Again, um, I, yeah. I thank you guys so much. Um, happy holidays to each and every one of you out there listening. Yeah. I, I, I want to say the same, and also I want to say reach out to everybody that you love and all your friends and family. Don't leave anyone out, and just be good to each other. And uh, that's it. That's, right. that's all I got for this episode. So we'll Tune in in next Wednesday at 8 p.m., and then we'll see you guys and hit us up on our Instagrams. We look forward to hearing from you all. Have a good one. Take care. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.